0: of Cinema Conversations with Poe, I'm your host Poe, and in today's episode is episode 6 on season 2 of Cinema Conversations with Poe, I wasn't too sure which number this was because I've uh, been on a roll recently, I did my review on Monday for an episode on American Fiction, my review yesterday for The Colour Purple, now it is the end we start from, um and this is in episode six so um unfortunately my local cinema didn't have uh the end we start from they weren't having it showing although back at home they did um but i took myself out to a trip into town as there's like uh where well basically where i'm located for uni there's three cinemas which is pretty good actually in my opinion and there's the cinema that i always go to there's Odeon and there's view and today Took myself out into town and went to view and everything, most having a look around. Had a really self care day, but also made sure that I made it for um, to go and see the end we start from. And it's not all the time that I go to view, I mean, the prices are, are, are decent for the tickets and everything, so I thought, right, well, I'll go to view then. But yeah, we're here to talk about the end we start from. It's a thriller mystery, uh, but also a British survival film. Now, one could say that. This is a dystopian film, maybe Uh, not dystopian film, a disaster film. That's it. Sorry, because uh, with what it deals with, however, it doesn't feel like a disaster film. It has all the you know the the codes and conventions of a disaster film, but it doesn't. You know they could have gone a different route with this. You know they could have had it where massive flood strikes England and then. They've got to find a way to survive, or something like that. But they didn't. They they did a, they did it very differently, where they put you in the main leads' performan, uh, performances shoes, and makes you think. Going, what would you do if you was in a situation like that, where you had to leave home because of severe flooding? As the synopsis for this film is, uh, as it goes, after an ecological crisis, a, n- a new mother and baby abandoned home, flooded. London and flee northwards so that pretty much tells you what you're getting yourself in for I mean it might not sell it as much but basically a flood comes into London and her home gets flooded and obviously she's pregnant uh, during this and it's, I'm not gonna lie it's quite daunting and quite harrowing that's not a critique because the film does that but it also keeps you hooked and it keeps you engaged but it is quite haunting and quite you know, harrowing with everything that's going on in the UK right now. You know, we're we're having severe winds and there has been uh, floods in, uh, in, the, in the part of the UK. So it's probably not the best to watch this, maybe, with all that's going on. But for the performances in this film, especially particularly Jodie Comer, who is our lead in this film, she, oh, Jodie Comer is just she's fantastic. You know, she's come a long way from uh is it Killing Eve, the series? I've not watched it, but I need to watch it. But she's come a long way from uh that series and she's just made a name for herself and she's just an absolute powerhouse. She's she's just absolutely fantastic. Uh I would have loved to have seen her performance in the is it West End or Broadway, the show she did in London, I can't remember, but I heard that she was just incredible. And uh, it was a real shame that I couldn't see that because she's absolutely fantastic. Um, but she's also fantastic in this film, you know. Her performances in this film, you know, it doesn't feel like she just did this for the sake of it. It's... Her performance is just really captivating in the way that she goes on about this you know you can tell that it felt very real because there are some films that some actors will do and you can just tell they just did it for the paycheck but then there are some that you know that this might not go well but they still give it their all and then you just have actors who just kill it in everything and I think that's what Jodie Comer did, did with this film she was absolutely fantastic you know I would say it's more of a survival film than it is of a thriller mystery uh, you know there are some bits that that do have you on the edge of your seat. Let's say, um, but interestingly enough, actually, it's based on a novel, hence the, uh, with the same title as well. Actually, which I had no idea. Um, oh gosh, I forgot who the director's name was. Um, Mahalio... Maha I forgot it. I forgot the, doc- the director's name, but I haven't heard anything um, from her. I haven't seen anything from the director. it's actually really bad, because I normally say who is directed by. I forgot to write that down. But it's okay. Um, but, no, this film was, as I said, it was quite harrowing because of everything that's going on in the UK. But it is a really, you know, it's a very... Engaging film that the cast is actually really good. It's um, there were some surprise uh, ac- actors in this uh, film. It was uh, you had the likes of Benedict Cumberbatch in You had Mark Strong and Catherine. I hope it. I hope I get this right when I say it. Waterston, I hope I said that right. You also have Joel Fry, which I just want to say as well. I'm really glad that I'm. I'm happy to see that Joel Fry is getting more work in films you know he's, he's um the first film i saw him in was in cruella with emma emma stone that's it and you know i loved him in that i thought he was great and i was like why have i not seen anything else there was a show that he did on itv2 uh a, a, like a parody of the roman life and stuff but he's in that um but i have been seeing him pop up in in films and stuff whether he's had a small part or a a supporting part but he's great you know and i don't i think team as much as i love jody Comer's performance in this his performance in this is actually really good you know there's one scene uh there's one scene you know where he comes and it's just the way you know he has a he's just basically traumatized and um you know, his performance in is, that is, is really good. I was really surprised to um see Benedict Cumberbatch and Mark Strong in it. Because I remember when they, uh, when Jodie Comer and Joel Fry, they go up to Joel Fry's parents in the film. And I was like, is that Mark Strong? I was like, oh my God, I was like, that's Mark Strong. I was like, what's he doing there? Uh, excuse me. I was like, no way! It's Mark Strong. He's another terrific actor. He's brilliant. He's been in a, a smattering of films: Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, that uh, Soldier Spy, sorry, Kingsman, um, Notchabo. You know he's a he's a really great actor. Sherlock Holmes, the one with Guy Ritchie, he's he's, he's fantastic. <laughs> and then, in one bit of a the, um, there's a bit in the film where Benedict Cumberbatch is in it and I'm like, hey. And I'm a, I I love Benedict Cumberbatch. I think he's a fantastic actor. Of course, if you're not familiar with him, he plays Doctor Strange in the MCU, but he's fantastic. He really, really is. But I was just surprised. I was like, oh my God, you got two powerhouse uh, actors in this. Like, you know, they only have small roles, but their roles are good. In fact, I think Benedict Cumberbatch's performance is more, it's, how to describe it? I don't know, actually, I think both him and Mark Strong's performance are equally just as good as each other, you know. Uh, I was going to say some of them, but I didn't want to spoil the film. <laughs> but I, I really, I was really surprised to see both of them. And then you got Catherine Walseston, who she's been in uh, the Alien films, uh, especially the, the I want to say prequels, because uh, she was in Covenant. I think she was in... What was the other one? No, she was just in Covenant from what I understand. But she's also in the Fantastic Beast films, which I, I really liked the performance in that. You have Gina McKee in it and Nina Sozaio. I hope I've said that right. Um But this but as I said, you know, this film it's a solid film. It's a really good solid film that does stick with you and you know, you, it does make you think and I think it's the fact that, you know, in this film Jodie Comer, she has a a baby, and you're just like, what would you do in that situation if you had a baby, and you had to survive, basically, you know, as I said, they've could've, they have could have really taken this a different way, and I'm really glad that they didn't, because you know, disaster films are a funny one, it's always the typical, you know, end of world and everything, this one was different, this one was about the floods, and everything that, obviously, the UK are known to have um, and it was interesting, and I think that's what made it Different from other films, I think you could say. Um, but I, I, really liked how Jodie's perform Jodie Comer's performance. But I think her, she's the main lead in it, and my God, she, she leads this film so well. She absolutely, she really does. Um, and it just everything about everything about this film it makes you think. You know how? What would you do if you know you? You had to leave your home because of the floods, and would you ever go back, you know? uh, How long would you be away from home? And it's just, it's quite harrowing, and it is is scary. You know, as I said, with everything that's going on in the UK right now, it it is scary. You know, I mean, I'm in Hull, and Hull is quite... uh, it's meant, not known for its floods, but it, it can have severe floodings and that you know, it even scares me a little bit because water's dangerous, man. Like I know there's a lot of people who don't like the ocean or anything like that and I fully get it because water's dangerous, you know, and you can't run from water and it covers most of the planet. It's it's scary. It it is scary, you know. And I think how this film shows it, but as well like the way that they've shot it as well. Um, The cinematography in this actually is actually is really good like Really really good the writing itself is fantastic You know it can be slow at times, and I guess one could say that it's a little bleak maybe Um, Because of you know with, with everything I mean there's one scene where I thought that her character Jodie Comer's character was gonna kill herself basically but she doesn't and that's not a spoiler but I just like the you know there's one bit where she's going out to the ocean I'm like what the hell? I was like she's not is she and you know it has you on the edge of it does have you on the edge of your seat it's very captivating But and it's gripping but it is scary to think that something like this could happen and especially going in refugee camps and stuff like that and then you know people with guns coming in it's like oh it's it, oh sorry <laughs> I don't know what that noise was then, forgive me. Um, it's it's hard, it, it's really difficult to, to... I mean, what the film does is that it does make you put yourself in her shoes. And it does that very well. There are some films that can do that and you're just like, mm, I'm not really feeling that. But I think with this film, you're definitely put into uh, Jodie Comer's character, her shoes, and... You know it does make you think because you're like well how would how would I if that was me how would I survive how would I cope with food and how would I cope with water and stuff like that you know would I ever go back home would I ever see my parents there's one shot actually that's quite uh, quite harrowing and it's just a, a wall with a bunch of people that are missing and it's just it's sad it is because it's like you know no one knows you know it's it's one of them you know, as I said, no one knows. I mean, it could happen, but I don't know, and I don't want to think that. But, I mean, I tend to really... I, t- I don't mind disaster films. I don't hate them, but they, they you know, they play with my mind really bad, to tell you the truth. You know, they, they can play on my mind a bit, and I kind of stay away from these type of films, but because I saw the Jodie Combs, and I was like, well, I'll watch it for her because she's fantastic. But as I said, it's not your typical disaster film. You know, here's a massive flood coming over to... London and this, that and the other and everything. No, it, it makes you think, it makes you care for the for the character herself and the fact that she's a, a, a mum and she's struggling and she's still and she's struggling with herself and then obviously she's struggling with her uh with her husband because he's been through he saw his mum get trampled on and then his dad ends up committing and you're just like, Oh my god, it's it's like how would you cope in that situation? You know, and I think that's something that this film does really well. Um, the music by Anna Meredith is just incredible as well. You know, I'm a big, I've been big score guy, and I love. And when you, when I watch anything, when I watch any film, the first thing I more or less think of is, you know, the score because the score can make or break a film. And I think for me, this film, that this for the film, it the score was made for. It, it didn't break it at all. It was perfect. You know. I always, when I'm watching a film, I always see how the score is. You know, there are some... You know, you can have some films that the score, that the film is bad. or not bad, not that I'm not a fan of. That's a bad approach. A film that I'm not a fan of, but the score can be amazing. And you can sometimes have a film that is good, but the score is not that good. But I feel that most... Of the time, when you watch a film, the scores are good, you know. Uh And it's not even a critique. It's not me critiquing composers or anyone like that. I'm just saying that a, a score can make or break a film. You know, it, it's one of the biggest things, uh I I think, in composing the, you know, how it is. I mean, you've got, like, legends like James Horner, James Newton Howard, Hans Zimmer, uh, John Williams, Junkie Excel, Benjamin Wallfisch um johan johansson you know all of these great act uh actors great composers that you know that you just know that when you watch a film and they're composing it you know you're gonna be in for a great time and everything and again it's the same with anna meredith you know she did a phenomenal job on the music i haven't listened to any of her stuff but i'm you know i'm like right. well i'm gonna go listen to her stuff um and give it a listen, you know, from what from what was shown in the film, I thought her score was fantastic and fit the narrative fit fit the music, the music fit well with the narrative and everything. Um the, the mute the film itself actually I want to point out doesn't lose its object, you know, everything it's it's straightforward, you know. She's pregnant, flood happens, she has the baby, she abandons home, goes away, goes to refugee camp, finds a way to survive. And then she's, you she know, she can't handle it on being on an island by herself. She then comes back to survive and surviving everything. And, you know, in fact, I think this is going to sound daft when I say it. It even gave me Last of Us vibes, particularly the second one. Um, If you know you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, it's okay. But it did give me, I mean, it even gave me Children of Men vibes to a certain degree. You know, with how people were when they were going in for food and trying to get food and stuff like that, and how people are with each other, it gave me that vibes, and even Last of Us vibes, so, you know, I, I really, I really loved it, I really liked how they did that, but, you know, the the, the story, and the writing is solid, um, Jodie Coleman's performance is, is fantastic, the rest of the cast are also good as well, you know, like I said, Joe, uh, Joel Fry, I'm really glad that he's getting more, More in films and stuff, and you know whether it's a small part supporting. I'm glad he's getting in more films because he he's great. I hope, I hope to see him in a in a lead or even one day work with him because you know I myself are are an uh, aspiring actor, director, an actor, (laughs) an aspiring director as well. Well, no, not even an aspiring director. I am a director. I just haven't done anything yet. You know, but uh, as well as a composer. And a producer as well, you know, so it'd be cool to do that. I mean, I still, I've got a lot of ideas for films of my own, but anyway, not without going off too much on a tangent, I hope to see Joe Fry in more films because I really liked his performance in this and Benedict Cumberbatch as well. And even Mark Strong, you know, but Jodie Comer's performance is fantastic. Everything about this is just, you know, she's fantastic in everything she's in. She was amazing in The Last Jewel. Uh, with Ridley Scott Matt Damon uh, and Ben Affleck and Adam Driver she was fantastic in that she's fantastic in everything I need to watch um, Killing Eve Um, I heard a lot of people saying that the last season wasn't good so I felt like it was another Game of Thrones but hey hell but no that this film The End We Start From um, I can't remember what I called it I called it a different name and I was like oh it's called The End We Start From but it's a great film, it's a solid film it's harrowing, and it can be a bit bleak at times, but you know uh, but it's engaging, it is captivating and it it does have you on the edge of your seat, and it does make you think, and I love a film when they do that it can be slow at times, I will give you that but no, I think it's a solid film, and I think if you like these type of films, cool if, you know as I said, I don't think it's I don't think it was right to release this this year with all tone in the UK, but it's still a good film to watch. Um, but yeah, if you can get it, grab it. Go and watch it in the cinema. Go have some fun with it and be be put on the edge of your seat. Um, it's what was it? As I said, it it wasn't showing at my local cinema, so I went to a trip in town to view and watched it and loved it. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed this film. I think if you like these type of films, then you will. And if not, don't worry, it's all good. But that pretty much brings it to a wrap on uh, the end. This is episode six. And think go set five then. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Um, and the next episode will be my review and thoughts on The Kitchen, Daniel Cluas' film, which I'm so excited to watch um but yeah um that pretty much brings it all to a wrap um so i just want to say thank you so much for tuning in and listening i really appreciate it um the color purple i completely forgot to put on my socials um but it's going to be uh, that's now available to listen to as well and as i said in the uh american fiction episode i said that i I should be getting my review um, review can't bloody talk, I'm tired, <laughs> forgive me I should be getting my podcast out on other, um, streaming services so I'm hoping to get that sorted so, but anyway this has been Poe, and I just want to say thank you for tuning in, uh, thanks for being here everyone, I'll see you next in the next episode which will be episode 7 and it will be my review on the kitchen, so, I can look forward to talking to you guys, stay safe out there with all the weather, thanks for being everyone, see you in the next day, everyone, toodles we